We are rolling. Thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and you are listening to Abroad Madness. And here we go with the continuation of the last episode. You said that you wanted to do your master's. Wait, how how long did you study for? Because I studied six years, but then six yeah. years is usually very normal for like a doctor degree. So you did your master's in UK for how many years?、Uh, master's here is one year. So I did my medical school for six years. Um, which is sometimes five years in, you know, depending on where you go to study. But Moscow is six years, and then I decided sort of at the end of it, I wanted to sort of almost step away from medicine, but not too far. I wanted to sort of have a bit of a wider understanding as to what I want to do really in the future. I guess. Did you have that? Like kind of like what I wanted to do is probably not what I studied for. No, no, no. So when I obviously as a doctor, you have different、uh, specialties, don't you, to decide like which. Specialist, you want to be. Obviously, it's a very hard decision to make because you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life, and you'll still be a doctor regardless. But then you can't just be a general doctor, not in the NHS anyway. I wanted to almost see medicine from a different perspective. I was particularly interested in genetics when I was in med school, I believe. So I wanted to see how I felt about genetics as a non-doctor. So I did a master's in sort of genetic research and all the kind of things. So it's still scientific and researchy things, but just not as a doctor. And I wanted to look at it from a different perspective rather than、um, looking at it from sort of medicine and clinical side of things.、Um, I wanted very much to see how research is doing. So you know the COVID vaccines and things like that. So those things they're not created by doctors; they're created by researchers from the other side of the lab. And obviously, doctors use it. So you have two ends of the of the spectrum. Where so I wanted to leave like medicine to the sideline it for a bit, and then go and look on the other side and see how I felt. From there, and also because at that point I、um, hadn't lived in the UK before, and sort of making a decision where I want to live in the UK for a while and do my training here, sort of a bit of a step up for me. So I didn't really want to just jump straight into working full time as a doctor. And obviously, I was really lucky in that、um, I was allowed to do that, and I was able to try things out, as you say. I did apply for a master's in genetic research.、Um, The UK, it, it's normally one year here, so I thought, yeah, a year is not too much time to waste, and it will probably allow me to look at things in a different perspective. So yeah, and that's that's what I did. Did did it help you get like a perspective? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Wait, what? What are you specializing? Um, I've not got a specialty yet. I'm still like sort of in the middle of my training. I will need to ultimately choose a specialty and decide. What I like to do as a consultant, different sort of healthcare systems in different parts of the world have very different styles, I guess, or formats. So if you go to America,、um, they do it a bit differently. If you go home to Malaysia, they do it a bit differently.、Um, And here in the NHS, they do it a bit differently. So the general idea is, when you graduate from medical school, you become what you call、um, a house officer. So somebody that just works generally. They normally rotate between departments. So you would work a few months in a department. Um, you would spend two years as a house officer in Malaysia. Um, and then 
when you finish your house officer training, you become a medical officer, which is slightly more senior, um, but you still rotate and do just general jobs, really. So you're not yet called a specialist. And in order to become a specialist, you still have to continue training in that particular field for a few years. So you are very, very highly, highly trained, highly special, specialized. Um, say, for example, um, cardiology. Most people know about that. So the heart. If you want to be a cardiologist, you would have to train. So you have to do your house officer years. You have to do your medical officer years, and you have to do a bit of training in between. And then eventually you fly and become a, a specialist cardiologist. So that's your sort of highest level of qualification you can achieve um, as a medical practitioner. So it's very much similar in that sense, um, in the NHS, but we do a lot less years. So um, house officer is one year and then senior house officer or medical officer in Malaysia, which is another year. And you can choose in the NHS, you can choose sort of which way you want to be, say, um, if you want to be a cardiologist, I think you can choose to go down the cardiology pathway and then ultimately become a, a cardiologist, a consultant cardiologist, which is the same as the a specialist cardiologist in Malaysia. Am I just spewing words at you? Does that make sense? No, no. It, it, like I'm kind of just like just like you know painting a picture of what like you're saying, but just like kind of a question because you know what we what the general people say when they say a doctor is just you know a doctor, but then when you were saying like words like kind of like a consultant and specialist, so what's the difference? Like consultant, consultant is just like someone you talk to when. Yes, yeah, so like you know, and a problem or something. Yeah, so that's just just the term they use here in the UK. Yeah. So a consultant is someone that is the most qualified in their specialty. So if it's a consultant cardiologist, it means somebody has gone through so many years of training and then become a very specialized um, person in their field. At home, it would be called a specialist. Wait, what are you trying to get? By the way, um, I don't know yet. Really. Uh, you're still like kind of. Does the whole like rotation thing helps? Yeah, I think so. And um, we do three rotations in a year, so I've got a few rotations to do. So yeah, out of like the like all the ones that you've done, what are, what's the one that you don't like? Surgery, I think. But wait, surgery? Yeah, isn't that just oh, like I... in every, <laughs> like because like when you think of a doctor, it's kind of like surgery is just like hand in hand, hand with it. No, so again, this is. Depending on on the healthcare system, yeah. But most healthcare systems have a have a medicine and a surgery side of things. Uh. So you have specialties that are counted as surgery, and the specialties that are counted in medicine. So cardiology is a medical specialty, whereas cardiac surgery or thoracic surgery is surgery. So people who want to be thoracic surgeons or cardiac surgeons go down the surgery pathway and the ultimate so they become a surgeon first mm -hmm. and then they train in cardiac surgery whereas um, a cardiologist treats people without opening their heart not opening opening their chest <laughs> um, so they give medications and treat things like a heart attack um, so conservatively and you, they go down the medical pathway. So they train and become a, a general doctor in, in different rotations. And then they ultimately become a, a cardiologist. So that's, it's different. By the way, I'm not the only thing that I can call to reference about any of the things that you just said. It's just like, you know, all the dramas, all the movies I've seen about like, you know, doctors and the rotations and stuff like that. Yeah. 
have you seen any of them? Um, I've only seen the English ones, I think. Uh-huh. I think I saw a few seasons of House and I think I saw a few seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I haven't seen any Scrubs. Um, so people always reference Scrubs when they think about Doctors, but I haven't seen any Scrubs. No, I haven't seen a lot of of films because it, to be honest, slightly annoys me. It's not accurate. Oh yeah, that that's exactly what I was gonna ask. Like how, what, like you know, what is something that's not accurate that you you find? Is something that annoys you, as you just said. I think, I think all of these programs are obviously American that I saw. Yeah. Um. So America has a different system than than the UK does, and slightly different than Malaysia does as well. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about the the American training. Uh, program but i think it's accurate for america i don't know but then for you like you know someone in the uk is you're just like this is kind of weird this is just does not make sense yeah so i think they just call the different terms there as well mm. so like at home we call someone a specialist and we call Consult. them consultants. yes in america they're called attendings i believe by the way like you know compare comparing like it's like a thing where like you know people say like the u.s has like one of the worst healthcare in the world whereas like okay. you know i don't i'm i'm not i don't know like don't quote me on it but like uk health system is quite okay is what i heard and but then there there's a certain thing where you have to book everything with like a doctor in the uk what do you mean book appointments yeah kind of like let's say i broke or an arm like i broke my arm And I want to go see a doctor. The doctor is just like, okay, I can put you like I not I don't think the doctor, but then the person doing like those bookings and the appointments, just like okay, you can come back in two weeks or something like that. I don't know where you heard all these stories, um. But obviously, when if you broke your arm, it's an emergency, so you go to accident and emergency, the A and E, or it, other people might know it as the ED, emergency department. Okay. And then you get seen by a doctor in A and E. But let's say, like it's like as you said, it's an emergency. But let's just say I have a cold or a fever. That doesn't. I mean, now it does, but back then, it's not seen as an emergency. Yeah, because cold is a viral condition. You you can't treat it. You just wait for your body to get over it. Really, really, really. Yeah. Uh, because like, but then why why do I why do I do drink? medicine you can well it would be symptomatic so um you treat whatever symptoms you have so for example i have a cold now yeah. not i have a cold um and it's probably one of the milder colds that i've had so you would treat it symptomatically say if you have a headache you would take paracetamol if you have a blocked nose you take something to help you clear your blocked nose if you have a cough You take something to help you clear your cough. It's not you're not treating the underlying virus. If you know what I mean, you're not trying to kill the virus. Your body will kill the virus, or the virus will die off on its own. Um, your immune system works to help it get rid of the virus. And having paracetamol to keep your temperature down, for example, will help your immune system work better. So that's why we take medications. But then, like, can't we? I mean, I'm just, I, I like this. Obviously, sound like I'm come, like I'm coming from like a really stupid like place. But I am interested in it because you know, yeah, no, like, let's just say like I'm because like you know, back at home when we get sick, 
We don't really yeah. usually go to the doctor. We have like medicine lying around and we usually just take them. And usually we're fine. But then like sometimes like you have to go to the like your doctor because you're like, I guess like at this temperature or like you're really sick. And then back in Malaysia, it's quite easy. You just, you know, go to the doctor and then you can get, you know, appointment, you can go in. But what I've heard, just what I've heard, not sure that's why I'm asking. What I've heard like in the UK is you don't immediately get to see a doctor. You kind of have to do like bookings. If you're really sick, you have to mm. like, if you want to see a doctor, you can't see them now. Probably because you guys are really busy, but you can't see them now. And you have to do like a booking several, let's say several days later. Whereas it's like, it's kind of like, you know, let's just say I have a cold and I really need to see a doctor to get medicine. I don't know. Like maybe you can get like counter over counter medicine, but I really want to see like a doctor to get like some consulting And then to like, you know, it's always nice to, I think you've probably gotten it. It's always nice to see a doctor. Like you have like a symptom and you see a doctor and then they tell you it's actually not as worse as you think it is. It's actually fine. And just hearing those words, I think actually does really, really like, you know, is actually more important than the medicine itself. You know, kind of reassurance, you know, like it's all really mental. So, but then in this case where, because you need to do bookings in the UK, so sometimes like it it all like let's say today I have high fever. I have high fever and then I go to the doctor and then they're like, Oh sorry, you need to do a booking or you did you need to get an appointment. Like and then I ask like what's the clo- like what's the closest appointment? They were like, oh, that's one week. And probably like by one week my you know, my fever already sub- like subsided. Probably I don't even need to go to the doctor. I mean that's like mm-hmm. that's what I heard. Like, you know, you need to do bookings, which is kinda like weird and interesting to me. I mean, is it true? So, so going back to, I think you've come at it at a at a um, strange perspective from from so hearing all of that. Yeah. Um, so I guess it always really comes down to so healthcare is there is um, public and private healthcare. Yes. And um, you have healthcare quite a lot as a primary care doctors so all the clinics that you see in kl or yeah. sorry in malaysia are mostly private yeah. so you pay money for it yeah yeah and that's and um, the reason why there's so many is because ultimately a lot of doctors who couldn't get us a, a position or they think um perhaps it's just more lucrative to open your own clinic and then just earn money that way so you go and see a doctor in one of those private clinics and then you pay money for all the medications that you get given. And obviously you have your consultation fee and so on. So that is different in the NHS. The NHS is a public healthcare system. You don't pay at the point of care. It's all free. You obviously pay your taxes. Yes. Um, yeah. And some part of that taxes go to the NHS. But that's that's the difference. So if you think about it, if you don't really need a doctor's appointment, somebody else who has a more urgent issue like cancer or something more serious or equally as serious will have the appointment. Does that make sense? So if you have a cold... Yeah, 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 definitely. If you have a cold, it will go away on its own without needing to see a doctor. And because it's a public healthcare system, everyone who needs to be seen will get seen. So from what you mentioned, sounds like a cold. Mm-hmm. You don't need to see a doctor. It will go away on its own. Are you really going to take up 10 minutes of the doctor's time when it can be used to see a, a cancer patient who really needs to be seen, for example. So at home in Malaysia, you 
pay to see someone that's why you get seen immediately Does that makes sense yeah so in the uk you can pay to see someone as well so you can go privately and they you they will see you no matter what your complaints are <laughs> that's the difference so like the difference would be i'm i'm just doing a conclusion just you know to make sure you know your idea kind of passed through me because you know this is kind of different it's a different country it's a different system So what you're saying is because everything is like, you know, the public's healthcare system is free. So you kind of do want to special, like, you know, make sure the person that really needs to be seen are seen. Mm -hmm. And so like for people who are like, kind of like, you know, you just have a cold, maybe you could just like stay home, just like rest instead of coming here to bitch about it. Just kind of, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Like that makes so much sense. In in the NHS is... It's 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 a it's a very complicated web of systems yes. where a lot of the times the doctors that do the work. If you have a mild illness, you don't necessarily need to see a doctor, and you can you can always be seen by a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. who is a very senior qualified nurse. They can see you, they can diagnose your condition, they can send you away with some medications that you need. Yeah. So you don't need to see a doctor, and mm, um, obviously, obviously when you come in. If you have an emergency, you you have the A and E. So if you have an accident, obviously the ambulances will come. Or you if you I don't know someone stopped breathing, or you feel like you can't breathe, shortness of breath, whatever, and um, you can go to A and E, and you will be seen by one of the doctors in A and E, or or a nurse or qualified nurse depending yeah. on which hospital you go to, um, and how serious your illnesses are. So in a way, it makes um, the flow of patients better rather than say a hospital employing. 10 doctors yes. and then 10 doctors are are seeing all the mild cases when a really serious condition comes in that needs a bit more expertise all the doctors are busy does that make sense no it does it does it does because like doctors are i mean you're you're trained to be a doctor doctor are very hard to train especially so many years of training there's not enough doctors so that's why there are so many um, senior nurses, nurse practitioners, and, and loads of other people, not just nurses, people who are trained in their own field, they're just not doctors. They have a role in the NHS where they see people. I'm in the respiratory ward at the minute. We have respiratory nurses, respiratory specialist nurses, and they specialize in seeing asthma patients and seeing COPD um, patients. And I am a, a, a qualified doctor, but they know more about asthma than than I do. Does that make sense? Because that's their... I mean, they've been there for so, like, way longer. Exactly. Then probably you've been alive sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So it's a lot of helping the workload because it's, again, it's, it's back to, like, the public and private thing as well. If you go to a public clinic in Malaysia, you probably you will be asked to go home um, <laughs> because you don't need to see a doctor. And a lot of people confuse that with private healthcare because they think, oh, they can just walk into a clinic but they forget that at the end you pay for those things. Yeah. So you pay for all the medications, you pay for the consultation. Um, and yes, you get to see a doctor, but you pay for those things. Mm. But publicly, it's different because you don't pay. I'm, I'm asking you this, but then till this day, I don't really get the, the healthcare system in Japan. I try to avoid it. It's a very complicated elsewhere. Um, and obviously people talk about insurance as well, if you're talking about private. Yeah. 
um, in America, which is the closest example I know of, is um, you don't really have that great of a public healthcare system. Yeah. So a lot of things are private. So you need loads of money um, or good insurance to cover things. So, you know, it's the same thing. Whereas in the NHS, it's it's all public. People who need to be treated will be treated. Um, it will take some time, but it will be treated, which is why when COVID came in, it became really hard because obviously when people get really sick, they all need to be seen. Yes. Um, but don't forget that the hospitals were already full before COVID. So you have so many other, pe- other patients who are ill with the most common things that we see are cancers. People are, who are already ill with cancers and loads of other sort of multiple conditions that are not normally talked about. So the hospitals were originally full with all these conditions and all these patients. patients. Yeah. We have a pandemic coming in and sort of adding on top of that. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it's very, very busy. I'm just like processing by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay. This episode is getting a little bit too long, so I'm just gonna cut it here. If you're interested in binge listening to the next episode, head over, it's probably out right now. As always, thank you for listening. My name is Tom. This is Abroad Madness. And we'll see you next episode. Bye-bye.